1: Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Today, we have a very special guest. We have... The co founder of The Different Company, Justin Wise. Welcome to the podcast, Justin.
0: Hey, Danielle. Good to be here. Thanks for the invite.
1: And obviously, our audience, huge fans of Mike Michalowicz, and have probably already read his latest book, Get Different, which is why there is now The Different Company. So, why don't you explain what The Different Company is and your relationship?
0: Yeah, so the book is obviously called Get Different. And what we realized was, hey, it's one thing to write a book with these amazing concepts, of course, differentiate, attract, and direct. Um, and, but one thing that we found was knowing the concepts and implementing the concepts are totally different, two separate things. And so we built a business around helping entrepreneurs and small business owners put the DAD framework into play in their business. And so we coach, we teach, uh, but primarily just ensure that folks are doing different the right way in their business.
1: So let's just talk quickly for those who maybe still have that book sitting on the shelf and are haven't quite gotten to it yet. Um, but let's talk about that DAD framework, the D-A-D
0: yeah, I love it. Does data approve? That's the question that we <laughs> always ask. And it's real simple. If the listeners aren't familiar with it, it's super, super simple, super straightforward. DAD, differentiate. Uh, does your marketing get noticed? Or do something to get noticed. Attract. Is the offer, is the opportunity that you're putting in front of your ideal prospect attractive? Uh, is it attractive to them? And then direct, do they know what to do next? Does your prospect know what step to take next after you've got their attention and presented a an attractive opportunity to them? And that's it.
1: You know, I mean, I've just been a huge um, marketing geek. I started my first company uh, in 1998, so many moons ago when marketing was a totally different um, beast in business. And... I had the fortunate opportunity to actually read the book um, before I went to publishing, sort of like in the helping editing phase twice, and was able to start implementing some of these things uh, over a year ago. And this is the best, the absolute best, direct, most straightforward, to a certain degree, like a formulaic, obviously it's a framework, to marketing that has just blown my mind and done so much for all of our businesses. Uh, and so this is just really awesome. So let's dive into what we often find, and we see with profit first as well, um is that, okay, you read Mike's book and you love it, and you get it, but you face some challenges. Let's talk through those challenges,
0: yeah. I mean, doing something different, no matter what it is in life, is always a little unnerving because we get into rhythms, we get into flows, we get into uh, you know the things that we're familiar with, and they bring us some some form of safety or comfort or predictability or whatever. And while that's certainly true in other areas of our lives, it's certainly true as it pertains to marketing, where we will oftentimes, as small business owners, pick uh, a marketing method or platform or, you know, medium that we are comfortable with, but it may, you know, have diminishing returns. It may not work as well as it used to, but we keep doing it because we're comfortable with it. Um, and I, I know that's certainly true for me. I used to own an ad agency and, uh, it was very common to have new clients come in and they had, you know, Uh, advertised in the yellow pages, or they had been a member of the chamber of commerce for years, or they'd attended networking events, you know, all these things that we're told we have to do. And so shifting their mindset to say, no, the things you used to do, like Facebook ads, Instagram, Google, YouTube, all those advertising platforms now can replace all that stuff you did. And so even though they were coming to us for help, it took some I don't know if convincing is the right word, but it certainly took time for them to become familiar familiar and comfortable with these new opportunities. And so we see that all the time uh, in our accelerator program, which is our primary kind of way in which we help people at the different company, is folks are willing uh, and ready to do different, to implement Dad into their business. But there's that nervousness. There's even sometimes that fear of choosing a different path. And the fear comes from a very primal place where, uh, you know, we're kind of hardwired to stay within the pack because it used to be back in the day, (laughs) back in the caveman days, if you stepped out of line, you would be shunned by the pack. You'd be shunned by the community, which meant, you know, a life that was much more difficult than when you were with the community. And so our brain hasn't really caught up to the day and age that we live in and so there's still that fear that inbuilt fear of doing something different am I going to be rejected am I going to be shunned are people going to laugh at me are people going to think I'm you know unprofessional and all those fears are valid but what we want to make sure and what I want to make sure what I feel like my mission is is to make sure that we don't let fear stop folks from doing different because honestly what happens in most cases is that if fear stops a person, they resort to what in our in our neck of the woods is a four-letter word, that being best practices. Best practices is the fastest path to being ignored by your ideal prospect. Now, why is that true? Well, because best practices, they're called best practices for a reason because everybody else is doing them. And if everyone else is doing them, then you can't really do different. That's not different. It's the same as everybody else. So You kind of just blend into the background. So fear is a real momentum killer. Fear is a real uh, binds people up. It 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 holds businesses back. They're sacrificing comfort for growth. And so I feel like one of my main responsibilities is to help entrepreneurs uh, embrace that fear, to recognize it, to not pretend it's not there, but to also give them the tools, the resources, the mindset to push past that fear and in fact start doing different because. You know, when you do different, you get noticed. If you don't do different, you won't get noticed. And to, to get business, to grow your business, you have to get noticed.
1: Absolutely. You have to stand out. And, you know, maybe maybe it'll be a little easier um, to get people past that fear. Because one thing that we always talk about, of course, this is Profit First Nation. Uh, and, you know, operating expenses can be killing uh, one's profitability and oftentimes I find that the marketing expense is just feeding a beast and not producing a return or a little to no return. So, you know, if your marketing is not producing a 6X to 10X return on your spend, then um, you're blending in with a crowd. You're definitely not different. And, you know, when you get different, you should be able to get that 6X to 10X return on your marketing. Do not be satisfied with a 2X return on your marketing. I mean, that's what everyone else is doing. That's just, you know, I mean, you're not getting any traction, you're not getting ahead. When you get different and you get past this fear, then you really do start to then attract the right kind of customers and the right kind of people. And you don't want to just blend in. You In this day and age, with how many channels we have right now for for platforms of communication and getting your message out, you have to be different, absolutely, to stand out. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's a second challenge once you can get past the fear, right?
0: Yeah. And I, I will say you bring up a really interesting point, which is to say, like, ignorable marketing is really expensive. Uh, it may not feel like that, but when you create marketing that, and Daniel, I think your numbers are spot on where it's not generating, not just, you know, a, a, a measly return, but it should really move the needle. I, I say this sometimes and it sounds like it, it, it sounds so s- simple, but your marketing should make you money, <laughs> right? Amen. Right. <laughs> Like your marketing, whether you're spending dollars or time or energy or whatever, it should make you money. And to the broader point, that sounds like a simple point, but it's not simplistic. And I find that with dad, with the Get Different Framework, it's simple, but it's not simplistic. It's like most of... Mike's other books, you know, Profit First, that was the first book of Mike's that I read. And that's, uh, you know, way before we started working together. And I became a fan because of that book, because I thought to myself, holy cow, this more so than any other finance book, numbers book, business, you know, money book that I've ever read makes sense to me. Number one. And number two, I can do it. Uh, it's easy to execute on and get different to We've set it up where it's the exact same way.
1: Totally. Where,
0: you know, it's clear. It's super simple. People want these, uh, you know, complex, like 57-step marketing funnels. And they plan for, you know, months, quarters, if not years, their marketing strategy. And what Mike has done is say, hey, it's not that those are bad or wrong, but set that aside for the moment and just focus on number one, doing something different so you get noticed. Number 2, presenting the prospect an ideal the, the ideal prospect an attractive opportunity that's attractive to them. And number 3, let them know what to do next. That's it. It's that simple.
1: And you know, I I just, I have a story to share really quickly. Um I use the dad framework actually for one of our companies in terms of recruiting people. So, you know, I've differentiated how we present ourselves to candidates um, in the marketplace in terms of recruitment, and it is phenomenal. I mean, when you have a job opening, I mean, you're marketing a position. Um, you're not necessarily marketing a, a, a service, but it is a form of marketing. I mean, I think that you can use the DAD framework for, like, practically anything And it is really, really simple and just freaking brilliant. Um, But let's get to that second challenge of, um, you mentioned, taking action. So get past the fear. Get past the fact that you've been putting good money after bad that's been producing little to no return in terms of marketing dollars. So let's start to take action. What do we need to do there?
0: I mean, the simplest way for anybody listening to this right now to take action on this, you can do it right now. You can do it, you know, the minute, the minute this episode is done and you hit stop before you binge the, uh, the entire series from Danielle, if you haven't already, it's a little plug there for your podcast. (laughs) Uh, what you could do to take action is something super simple. We call it the spark plug and, this is one exercise, we call them ready-made experiments that we give people in our accelerator access to, but I'm going to give it to you today. And if you're listening to this, I want you to try this. And it works like this. Uh, you know, I do this at every conference. So if you've seen me speak at a conference, I, I, I push people to do this and I'm going to push you, the listener, to do this as well. Or I'm going to invite you to do this. How about that? Uh, so most every business has some platform that's their go-to. For some, it's going to be social media, might be Instagram, might be a Facebook page. Um, For others, that might be a mailing list, uh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. I want you to pick your most um, active audience. Okay. Again, that's going to be social or email, or maybe you have an old school mailing list. Doesn't really matter. And what you're going to say to them is something to the degree of, hey, we are going to run an offer or we're running an offer and pick your bread and butter offer. doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you're an underwater basket weaver. Maybe you're a coach, a consultant. Maybe you work in retail. You have a bricks and mortar restaurant. doesn't really matter. You say to your audience, Hey, we're going to do this offer. It's, you know, 50% off, 60% off. We're going to waive our enrollment fee. doesn't really matter. I had a client who did this recently and, um, Just for context and example, they have a $500 onboarding fee when they sign a new client. They said, hey, we're going to run this this offer for the next 24 hours. Anyone who signs up in the next 24 hours, we're going to waive your $500 onboarding fee. They sent it out. And we're talking these emails are maybe two to three sentences. The social posts are maybe uh, one to two sentences at most. And you wait to see who responds, and it never fails. I had a client, Jody, who did this. She had nine new clients within an hour. I just had a gentleman in our accelerator do this, five responses, five book calls in the first hour. Uh, I had another client do this recently. He signed, I think it was, uh, I don't want to misspeak, it was between ten and $12,000. He sent it out to his Twitter platform, and this client or this prospect who'd been following him around forever finally was like, this was the push I needed to finally jump on board with you. And the concept is not difficult to understand. But what we've also learned is that at any given time, depending on your audience, there's one to 3% of your audience that's ready to buy at any given moment. Sometimes that's a little bit low. Sometimes it's a little bit higher, but generally speaking, one to 3%. And the reason why they don't buy is because we don't direct them to buy. So this is an exercise in doing that immediately. Is it different? Yes, it's different. How is it different? Well, because most people don't do this stuff. Most people don't make flash offers like this. Is it attractive? Yeah. If you get the right opportunity and the price break is good enough or the you know the the, the offer that you're putting in front of them is attractive enough to the right person, it's going to be a good fit. And then the direct is, hey, take action within the next whatever it is, one hour, uh, you know, one day, one week doesn't really matter. Just has to have a time frame on it, and we see people consistently seeing results from this. And I challenge anyone here to uh, give their business the respect it deserves and make that same, uh, take up that same challenge.
1: Oh my gosh, this is so cool! I love this spark plug. Uh, that is. Totally awesome. And I'm I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, maybe I'll do something special for Profit First Nation yeah, people do with this. So um, if you've opted in for our resources and, and have said, hey, yeah, I'll take a, an email occasionally every now and then, then look for something after the first of the year in your inbox uh, and we'll see what the results come with. Um, so again, you can go to profitfirstnation.com and click on resources where you will be able to get the visual recap for this episode um, where we will go through the steps of the spark plug and dad and and some other things. But you know how can people connect with you Justin? what's the best way if they want to get working with you and in, in different company?
0: Well, if this has been something that you've listened to this episode, and you're like, that sounds interesting to me. I, I, I kind of, I, I'm liking what this guy is saying. I'd invite you to go to our website, differentcompany.co, differentcompany.co, and sign up for our different kit. Uh, we have a ton of great resources in there. Um, Mike's got a get different keynote we've put in there. Uh, you'll get to know a little bit more about me uh, and my relationship with Mike. And most importantly, we've just baked in some amazing resources that you can't get anywhere else, but it's going to help you do different in your business. So, again, go to differentcompany.co and download the different kit.
1: Awesome, so cool! Um, and I have seen those resources and actually have used them as well. So, this is a huge, huge opportunity for you guys. And you know the timing of this. If you're if you're following along live with our episodes. Um, you know, this is coming at the end of December. So you can hit the ground running in January with marketing that really is different. It attracts and it directs your customers uh, using that DAD framework. Do not be afraid to get different because that difference will give you that 6X to 10X return on marketing expenses that we are always talking about. That is where you need to be in order to be profitably marketing your business. Thank you so much, Justin, for joining us and cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.